good morning good afternoon good evening and good night wherever it is you are listening from my name is bev chahonyo and this is beverly speaks season two episode three. <laughs> oh, it's been a ride it's been a fun ride this past week had me asking so many questions based on last week's guest and everything we learned from him but today is not about him today we are on to a new topic new guest before i introduce our guest for today i just want to say thank you to each and every one of you who keeps coming back uh, i want to say karibu welcome to those of you who are here for the first time listening for the first time however you stumbled upon this or heard about this podcast you are so welcome and i guarantee you there is something here for you i would implore you i would beseech you encourage you go back to season one and listen to each of the episodes one by one you will thoroughly enjoy just listening to um, my life and uh, watching my evolution on this platform but more than anything you will learn and you will grow based on my life lessons so that was season one uh, i also want to give a shout out to each and every one of you listening from the 25 countries across the globe i salute you i am honored i am humbled and i'm excited that we're still on this journey and that we're growing um as individuals we are maturing in spirit and mind we're changing our attitudes and most importantly that this has become a safe space a place where you can come and listen to my story and you can come and tell your story and you can come and find a safe space to do that uh, i never dreamed that i was that this was going to happen i when i first started recording but i do know that i'm very deliberate that this is going to be a safe space where we change the narrative where we allow people a safe place to tell their stories but more than everything where i give a voice to the voiceless um, and i allow people to find their own voice just as i have found mine enough about that without much further ado i want to introduce to you a young lady who has overcome so much to get to where she is. And when I say young lady, I literally mean a young lady. She is 11 years old, living in Lagos, Nigeria with her parents and her um, brother and her uh, sisters. I'll call them her sisters um, who live with them. Uh, they're her cousins, but they're her sisters really. Because in the African context, I don't know if there's a word for cousin. She dreams big. She has larger than life dreams her heart is so big she loves deeply uh, she's passionate she's eloquent she's determined she's brave her name is Beulah Irede Chigbu and she is a proud child amputee I have known her since she was two and she's now 11 without much further ado help me ladies and gentlemen welcome Miss Beulah Chigbu strap into your seats this is going to be an amazing story. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 3, Surviving Child Amputation. Good evening, Beulah. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How was your day? Um, it was fine. It was fine. So 
I'm just going to ask you a few very basic questions and then we'll jump into it. Is that okay with you? Yes. Okay, so it's a Tuesday evening in Lagos. It's 8 p.m. What would you ordinarily be doing? Watching TV. Watching TV. And what do you like to watch? Netflix. Netflix, okay. What exactly do you watch on Netflix? Well, right now, um, nothing yet. Nothing, okay. my shows are finished. Okay. So. All right, how old are you, Bula? I'm 11 years old. You're 11 years old. And what do you dream about? Um, I dream about a world where there's no discrimination and nobody judges anybody. Wow, that's that. Those are big dreams. Um, when you, when did you first realize that you were different? Um, I went to school, and I noticed um, everyone in class was walking, and I was the only one calling. And then I came back home, and I'm like, Daddy, Daddy, everybody was walking, and I'm the only one calling. And then um. That's when I knew I was different. And what did your dad say to you? He told me that I was going to get an amputated leg and that I was special. And that you were special. How old were you when this happened? I was two. You were two. So did you at that time understand what amputation was? No, I did not. Okay. And in your own words, you're 11 now, uh, and this happened nine years ago. In your own words, what is an amputation? When there's a problem and then you have to get either of your limbs cut off for medical reasons. Okay. Um... So that must have been tough. Do you remember anything about the operation or the recovery? That my dad took me in and brought me out. Okay. Okay. And your mom? Oh, my mom was always in the waiting room. Okay. And she's held your hand this entire time, hasn't she? Yes, she has. She's a very strong woman. And I see a lot of that in you. Do you consider yourself to be strong? Yes, I do. Awesome. Okay, let me flip a little bit. Um, I understand you're learning how to code. We talked about that yesterday. Yes. Why do you want to learn how to code? I feel like it's an interesting platform where you can create a world of your own. Okay. And what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a, an actress because it opens a lot of doors in the media industry for me. Okay, so you want to influence society? Yes, I do. And you want to have a voice, which you already do? Thank you. <laughs> and you want to speak for others, is that correct? Yes, I do. Awesome. So let me just move on to our next question. Um, 
what's one interesting thing that very few people know about you? I love cooking. You love cooking. Okay. What's your favorite dish to cook? Ramen, instant ramen. <laughs> okay. Um what keeps you going every day, Bula? Um the fact that I know I have a whole bunch of people behind me and uh, if I fall they'll catch me and push me to do it till I get it right. Wow, okay. And what are some of the things that you've learned how to do uh in the past in the past, you know, few few I guess years things that you never thought or maybe the world didn't expect you can be able to do. I've learned how to swim and dance. And dance and you're quite an amazing swimmer, aren't you? Yes, I am. And uh you've also learned how to ride a, a bike, haven't you? Yes, I have. I I remember being there uh and you were quite quite frustrated that day. Uh and you felt like you wanted to give up. What pushes you on a day like that? My mom will be like, "You can do this. You can do that. Do this." Just put your mind to it and you can do whatever you want. And the fact that I have a God who loves me and cares about my well-being. Wow. Okay. So how would you describe yourself? Um I would describe myself as brave and caring. brave and caring. I've seen you around um I mean I've known you. Let's just start there. I've known you since you were 2. I knew you before the amputation and you were the fastest little girl I could ever imagine. You crawled so fast. And even just watching you grow up, I just want to say how much I admire you and respect you. Have I ever told you that before? Yes, you have. And do you know that there are people out there who are like adults who believe in you and who you inspire every day? Yes, I do. And how does that make you feel? It makes me feel like I can achieve anything I want to. Wow. Awesome. And I do believe you can achieve anything you want to if you put your mind to it. Um Tell us a little bit about the Irede Foundation. The Irede Foundation is an NGO that provides limbs for people who can't afford it, which also includes like the amputation process and everything. They also educate um the caregivers and the guardians of the child amputee. Mm-hmm. and they raise awareness. Okay. And Irede is your name as well, isn't it? Yes, it is. So the foundation it means was... Mhm. God, it means the goodness of um of God has come. Wow, that's a powerful name. Uh and truly you bring so much goodness and so much light into the lives of children who otherwise, you know, have no hope. 
So I'm, I'm glad you know the meaning and I'm glad you're living it out. So the Ureda Foundation was founded by your mother. Yes. Uh, and so just to repeat, they, prov- they create awareness and they raise funds and they also educate caregivers uh, and guardians. Uh, yes. And they deal mainly with child amputees. Am I correct? Yes. Okay. How many, um, how much are you looking, how many children are you looking to impact this year? 50 children. 50 children. And that includes uh, the pre-care with, you know, just educating them and getting the measurements done and getting the prosthesis. Is that correct? Yes. What else does it include? I think you talk, you had told me something about the psychosocial effects. Yeah, they also make sure like that the children don't feel bad, the parents don't feel bad, and they try to like put them on the bright side of things. Okay, and how do you so come in? Um, sometimes I talk, I get to meet um the amputees. Sometimes I get to meet their parents and just talking to them and ensuring them that everything is going to be okay and that their child will be able to live his or her life to the fullest. Okay. And does that help to put them at ease? Um, sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. Okay. And do you... Do you feel that more voices should be added to this amazing movement? Yes, I do. Yes, you do. Okay. So I know there is a website and it is www.iredefoundation.org. And I know there's an email as well, which is info at theiredefoundation.org. Yes. And Irede is spelled? I-R-E-D-E. Okay. So, T-H-E-I-R-E-D-E foundation.org. Yes. Okay. Tell me a little bit about um, your relationship with your brother. You have one brother. (laughs) Yes, I do. Tell me about your relationship with your brother. I feel like he's my backbone and he keeps me going. He makes me laugh even in the times where I don't want to laugh and he keeps me company. Okay. He's my and second half. He's your second half. He's your backbone. And he's younger than you, isn't he? Yes, he is. But he's quite brave as well and he makes you brave from how I... He, he pushes you on. Yes, he does. Even when I don't want to be pushed. Even when you don't want to be pushed. Okay, we've talked about your mom. Talked about your brother. Tell me about your relationship with your dad. Um, I am my dad's first daughter. Mm-hmm. And I have a very good relationship with my dad. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's someone I can tell anything. Okay. I not feel embarrassed or anything, hmm. and he's really cool and supportive of like what I want to do. 
and he helps me with my entrepreneurship skills. Okay. You truly are a daddy's little girl, aren't you? Yes, I am. <laughs> See, even your voice gets soft when you talk about your dad. <laughs> All right. Give me a message. What's the one message you want to pass to other child amputees? Um, I want them to know that they can do anything and that nothing can stop them. Okay. And the disability is just a part of your body taken away and you can do so much more for the world than the world wants you to do for them. Okay. And and do you have a message if there's one thing you'd want the parents or guardians uh of a child amputee to know, what would that be? that you should stay strong for the amputee and see light in the midst of darkness and see light in the midst of darkness awesome um if you had and this is a bit of a curveball if you had a daughter what would you want her to know i would want her to know that she should not be ashamed of who i am or who she is and that she should be brave and enjoy herself not feel not to be intimidated by anyone wow you are one brave young lady uh again i have known you since before the amputation i have watched you grow and soar um is there anything that intimidates you or makes you you know feel nervous the fact that some people don't understand what I'm going through and then they try to make things harder for me and just makes me feel defeated. But you've never once backed down, have you? No, I haven't. Yeah, so uh, the ignorance of other people should not affect your determination to do great things. Neither should it affect or define who you are because you truly are amazing. You are so strong, so brave, so funny, so fun-loving and just like any other 11-year-old out there, you have hopes and dreams. And that's what I want you to always remember um from me as somebody in your life who believes in you, as somebody in your life who has watched you grow and who is so proud of you. I just want you to always remember that you can do anything and that whatever it is within my power to help you do I will do that. I'll keep that in my mind as I go. Okay. <laughs> yes, you will. Okay, so we're going to stop here. Um actually no, we talked a little bit about their 50 we're trying to raise the Red Foundation is trying to raise funds to help 50 children this year is that correct yes. yes okay and do you know anything about approximately how much that costs i know i've looked at your website but i want to know what you you know as well <laughs> it's really um elend is really expensive and the prices range from about 500,000 upwards and it depends okay, on the kind of amputation the product used and the different factors that affect it 
Okay. So like the complexity of the surgery um, and how early it's done, if there was trauma before, because you were born with with um, a deformity in your lower limb. Yes. So what is it called again, the condition? It's a congenital deformity. Okay. And so it's all tibia that... hemilemia. It's tibia hemilemia. Tibia hemilemia. Yeah. Okay. So all that comes into play, uh, and then that also affects, you know, how much the surgery is going to be. Yes. So the 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 cost of one limb covers the cost of the prosthesis, of the surgery, of the you know the counseling um for the for the child and you know engaging with the family as well yes and as you grow you have to kind of change prosthesis is this correct yes yes you do so that is something that repairs that you have to do sometimes because children are really active and you have to like keep changing and changing and changing the prosthesis prosthesis and then it just gets it's very expensive okay so when we're giving towards one child really we should be aware there that there are other costs that go into it ladies and gentlemen i am so sorry for that technical glitch Let's continue with part two as we wind down with Beulah Irede Chigbu, a proud child amputee. Hi, Beulah. Welcome back. I'm happy to be back. Uh, Just before the break, before the technical challenges, you were telling us about how for a child, uh, they play and because of that, um, you have to keep changing the, uh, the prosthesis. Can you tell us, take us through that? Yeah, children play a lot and run around. So you have to keep changing the prosthesis. And also, um, as you grow, you go um, in weight and height then you have to still change the prosthesis so that's all I had to say okay so can you do you recall approximately how many different uh, uh, prostheses that you've had since since you had since you had your uh, amputation since you had your surgery no I don't you don't okay I do have a picture with uh, you with some of them that I'm going to post okay okay uh, but you did mention that that's not even all of them because there have been more than that correct yes awesome what is uh, your patting shot what do you want the world to know I want the world to know that they could do whatever they want if they put their mind to it I love that uh, you can put your mind, you can do whatever you want if you put your mind to it. And I just want to say thank you so much for being so brave. Thank you for lending your voice to such a worthy cause. Uh, thank you for bringing light to a subject that is very little known and that very few people want to actually talk about or are comfortable talking about. 
and I cannot wait to see where you will be in 10, 15, 20 years. I celebrate you and I celebrate your journey. Thank you. So in signing off, there's something that uh, we had discussed, how you're going to sign us off because you are going to sign off this segment. So over to you, Beulah. My name is Beulah Chiba. I'm a proud PT and I am enough. And you truly are enough. Have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful evening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So you heard it here, folks, on Beverly Speaks. You heard it straight from Beulah Chigbu, an 11-year-old girl, a proud child amputee, living in Lagos, Nigeria, and doing amazing things. There is nothing you cannot do if you put your mind to it. Um, One lesson that I've learned just watching her grow and watching her overcome hurdle after hurdle is that what you believe truly determines how you think and what you achieve. I've also learned that a strong support system can either uh, make you or the lack thereof can break you. Beulah's mother, Crystal, who is the founder of the Irede Foundation, says that no child should stay out of school because they are limbless. And I truly believe that. So once again, if you want to reach them, you can send an email to the Irede Foundation. Uh, sorry, to info at theiredefoundation.org and their website is theiredefoundation.org. Irede is spelled I-R-E-D-E, theiredefoundation.org. This is Beverly Speaks. This is episode three of season two. And this is Storytime with Beulah Chikbu, a proud child amputee. Signing out until next week, this is Beverly. Remember always that you are enough and you are loved.